This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? JP's World. You heard it right. JP's World. Get your 10% discount right now. Use it. All caps. J-P-S-W-O-R-L-D. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. And what is up, everybody? Welcome back once again to another episode. I'm JP, and welcome to another Friday episode. Yes, by welcome. Welcome back to normal routine. Everything is reopening. Everything is going back up. But yeah, welcome to another episode on Friday. It's been quite some weeks since I did that, posted and bring you some episodes on Friday. But here we are, people. Here we are back again with the same energy, with same, with the same mindset. So before I cue the real intros, let me just tell you what this episode is about. First of all, you guys are going to notice some things about this episode. Yes, this was an interview. It was pre-recorded uh, a couple months ago. And yes, you guys are going to hear subjects that were happening at the time. So don't get confused. This interview was actually supposed to air out like in that time, but there was the challenge, the 10 by 10 by 10 challenge. There was other episodes that I went to put out. It was crazy, crazy, crazy days about stuff that I want to talk to, to you guys about. And, you know, things happen. But here we are. And that being said, let me introduce you real quick to Jalen Johnson, a wide receiver, a amazing wide receiver. He is big, he's strong, and his future is so damn bright people it's so damn bright and i hope i hope i hope i so hope that the power of the internet the power of you guys is sharing this episode reaches the ears and attention of some of the biggest general managers in the nfl and just pick up the phone and contact my man jalen johnson because believe me this guy's talent is off the charts, okay? So get ready to meet Jalen Johnson. And before I cue the real outros, just one more thing. Let's say a big, big thank you to Black Diamond Firm for making this interviews possible. And we're not done yet. Black Diamond Firm is not done. They're always with the mission of accomplishing the dreams of these big players. And I hope, I hope, I hope I can bring more athletes to this show so you guys can meet them, so you guys can get to know these amazing, amazing people. But I think, I think, I think that's enough intro from me. So it's time for you guys to get to meet Jalen Jensen. I know you guys have been itching for some more interviews thank you guys so much for the support thank you so much for listening for sharing for subscribing for your reviews i'm sorry about that for your reviews for everything thank you so much people so i'm gonna leave you now it's time to cue the real intros and i'll see you guys at the end Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the JP's World. And welcome back once again, people, to the podcast where negativity ends. 
where we talk about everything, sports, movies, motivation, shows, current events, and more. I'm your host, JP. Get ready. We're about to start. And here we are, people. Welcome back to the JP's World Podcast with me, finally. And this is because of me and, you know, scheduling stuff and all that stuff. And I have finally here Jalen Johnson, a great wide receiver. You guys are going to get to meet a great wide receiver, a rising star. All right. So, Jalen, please introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. It's Jalen Johnson. I'm here on JP's World with my man, JP. We're going to get a nice, good uh, podcast and we're going. So let's get it. All right. All right. That is that is great. All right, people. So I have here with we are going to start. Let me just get the questions going. Here we go. So I know that from your bio that you were you were raised in Michigan, but then you 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 had to move to Minnesota. So for you, how was the change? Was a big change or? Was it something difficult? Um, yeah, it was a, it was definitely a big change. Um, I graduated high school at 17. And so I started off college at 17 years old. So wow. going from Michigan to Minnesota, that's a state at such a young age. It was just different, you know, just not being around no family. Um, basically being around all strangers. I didn't know no one in Minnesota for real. So it was definitely a big adjustment. Um I was definitely homesick that first year. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was it was, it was definitely a big adjustment. But then by the second year of, of college, it was just I was used to it. So yeah, but the first year was pretty rough, just getting adjusted to it. Yeah, and I mean, I think that the for for what I think is that the biggest change is the is the weather, right? Because Minnesota is just cold. It. <laughs> It was it, or Michigan. It gets cold in Michigan, but like in Minnesota, it got way colder. And it's like I was I was used to snow, so like the snow didn't really bother me. But like it, it was for sure colder out there. <laughs> Man, and I mean Minnesota. I've it was Minnesota. Yeah, it was Minnesota. I was blown away by the fact. I don't know if you remember this game between. Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings and the and the Seahawks. I think it was for the wild card game. It was like a three years or four years ago. And then then they start telling the the grass feel feels like needles. They are in almost zero degrees, minus three degrees. And I'm from Mexico. So over there, they always measure temperature in Celsius. So I'm like, minus 23, that's not that. I mean, minus three, that's not that bad. And then my mom is like, hey, that's Fahrenheit. So I'm like, oh, damn. So minus three Fahrenheit is almost like <laughs> minus 15, minus 10, almost minus 20 Celsius. So that is freezing cold. And I was blown away by that. Yeah, this, that weather's no joke for sure. Have you ever seen when I saw like people were, were getting their mustaches all frozen? I'm like, no, I, I, I wouldn't do that. I love my mustache to get it, to get it all so cold, so frozen. Yeah, no, I was walking to class out there, man. It would just be like I had icicles on my on my mustache oh. <laughs> and beard. It was just that, that has to hurt. <laughs> that has to hurt. Yeah, it just 
it hurts and then like it makes you feel like kind of nasty <laughs> like just i don't know i don't know how to make it really explain it but like it did it did kind of hurt low-key man for uh, from where i am there's only like couple of uh uh spans of time where it gets really cold but you we manage like the the coldest that we've been in celsius is like minus 10 and that is like super extreme winters but we've never got to the point of frozen kind of like you open a can of beer and it comes out frozen we've never come to that that point so it, it, it's pretty extreme man. like people shout out to people in minnesota like especially you to to endure all that stuff and they're a different breed out there <laughs> it, that's for sure that is completely for sure now where do you think well what, what, what do you think you will be doing if there was no football in your life what i'll be doing honestly i'll probably be like sports performance training or like coaching okay. if it wasn't if, yeah, if, if i was if i was just to hang it'll, it'll, i'll go somewhere along those lines so would you say you have like uh head coaching plans for the future Head coaching oh i don't know i don't know about head coaching i don't know that's i mean if the opportunity presents itself then you know i wouldn't i wouldn't mind it but like i don't, I don't really like see it too too much in my future but i mean who knows what the future holds yeah it's not it's never written true yeah but it, wherever, it, wherever god has planned for me i'm gonna take if you, if you if you think about it, it has like kind of like a nice ring to it coach johnson it it, 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 <laughs> it has some kind of like like super respect like oh there comes coach johnson like get to it yeah <laughs> you know Now tell me, what motivates you every day? Um, just waking up, knowing that I'm not where I where, I'm, where I want to be at in life. So you know, every time I wake up, I just think about my daily goals, and like I just know, like, or you know, I'm not I'm not where I want to be at right now. So what I got, so I just think in my head, like, what do I have to do today to get me to get myself at least one step closer to where I'm trying to get? Like, I don't have to have it all figured out. In one day, but like, you know, tomorrow Monday, I got to do all these goals for the day, get better, you know, whether it's mentally, physically, um, or spiritually, just just take one day at a time. So yeah, every time I just wake up, I just think about it like, all right, I'm not where I'm supposed to be at. I just got to buckle down, focus, and just do what I got to do just so I can go day by day and get, you know, one step closer each and every day. Man, I love that. I, I love that mindset. That motivation, man, because here in the show, that's what I try to put put out there in the world, like motivate people. And especially now, like with all the, that that we've been going through and all this pandemic and all that, I've been trying to bring back, like since the beginning of the year, I brought back one section of the show that is called Motivation Mondays. And I try there to eliminate the negativity towards Mondays. You know, everybody, we, some At some point in life, we have hated Monday. And, you know, for me, I think Mondays are the best day of the week. You know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, a lot of people hate Mondays. And Monday gives other people 
a chance to get ahead of the curve because everybody else just you know, they just be sluggish on Mondays or they're like, oh, it's Monday. Yeah. You know, so like. For me, it's like th there shouldn't be hate to any other day or or different kind of love to any other day. It's just another day and you have a chance to pursue your dreams and pursue your goals, no matter the name of the day, you know? So that is that is what I try to do. Another day, another dollar. That's how I like to say it. Yeah, man. I, that That's what my uncle says. I work with my uncle and that's what I say. We, we say over every day, like another day, another opportunity, maybe another dollar. So let's go. Yeah. Okay. What more? What what yeah. what other motivation you want? <laughs> now, Is that what? What? He's like. Oh, my my fine. I thought I heard something else. No, no, no. <laughs> You're good. Now, tell us how do you react to adversity? You know, every every single like certain time, there's different reactions to adversity, and I want to know how do you react. To adversity um so i've actually dealt with a lot of adversity like especially like early on in college and at the moment no mentally i never really thought of it too much about it but now that i've got older and i'm mature you know i just look at, i just view it as a, a challenge from god you know god's challenging me so like whether it's adversity with like an injury or like you know my, my pockets ain't right you know my money my money's is tight Um, or just certain little things just happens that wasn't planned or like, you know, didn't go the way I want to. I just view it as, as you know, God's challenging me and see how I'm going to um, react and if I'm going to keep pushing, you know, like if if I had a, let's just say like I was like last, like last uh, spring mm -hmm. when, when COVID first popped out, I had a BFL uh, workout opportunity and, you know, COVID canceled all the like the workouts and stuff. So, like, at that time, I didn't, like, pout or, like, get mad. I'm like, okay, God's challenging me to see if I'm going to just say F it and just quit or if I'm going to thug it out and just keep grinding through all this all this madness and, you know, keep chasing my dreams. Mm -hmm. So, every time, you know, adversity hits me, I just, just, I just thank God for the challenge that is either going to make me better mentally or physically or spiritually. And so, it's just, a, it's just another way to keep me motivated, you know. I'm not – It's not easy to like make me quit or like put my head down. So you not know, just always try to find something positive out of everything. Yeah, I love it. I love that. I always try to do the same because there's kind of like that is where we go into a perspective because not not the perspective like uh, my, my friend once told me and they pointed out on me that sometimes we can drift into toxic positivity. And at first I was like, what are you trying to say? But yeah. Like perspective on you're alive to see this, you're alive to see the challenge. So get to it. It's a challenge. Like you said, it's a challenge. So if if it's happening to you, it's because you have all the tools to conquer that challenge. Exactly. Exactly. And like like I said to my listeners and on one one show in the Motivation Mondays, like whatever you thought, like a, a goal or a dream, if it if it occurred to you. Is because there's something in you that is going to make you conquer that dream or that goal. And people need to realize that, like, sometimes you, sometimes people get scared of dreams. Like, no, maybe I'm not able to do that. But no, if it occurred to you, it's because, because you, you, 
It's happening for a reason. You was just chosen. Gotta gotta overcome it. Can't be weak minded. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, so we're gonna go into some like um like a funny part of this interview. You know, there's kind of like this memes going on that is like how it started, how it's going. So let's do that for you. How it started and how it's going right now. How it started. All right, I'm gonna need you to elaborate more on the how it started. Like, where am I starting from exactly? Hmm. Let's say when you started like doing like on a more professional path here on on your football career, how it started and how it's going right now. Um. Yeah, it's kind of tough putting in the words. It'll be easier with pictures. <laughs> I know, I know. Ah <laughs> oh, man, let's see. It started off kind of hectic. Um, let's see. It started kind of hectic. I like. I mean, I didn't have like a super like ton of help getting started. So like, I was just I was kind of all, all over the place, um, mm. sending hundreds of emails out making LinkedIn pages. I'm just, I was doing everything on my own until you know, I linked up with uh, Black Diamond. Mm-hmm. And so once I got like linked up with them and signed them, everything just became more smooth. Um, so now it's just, it's just a waiting game now. So right now I'm just patiently waiting my turn and just, you know, just got to play the hand I'm dealt with. Awesome. Awesome. For for me, if, if you would have asked me in this, in this, kind of thing that the, the show the podcast because that is like one of my main things right now it started as a as a goal to share some positive message because I started with my friends I don't know I never thought I would be like living and, and helping my friends through depression because I had like I, I have like uh, I had like two three friends that were going through depression and all the all the weight like uh, on their shoulders of find of being alone in the world because they're already going independent in college. They were trying to live on their own and everything. So there was kind of like a depression going. So I was like, how can I make them motivated? How can I make, turn this around? So I started with text messages, a text chain every single morning with a positive message, a positive, a positive text. Right. But at first it was just like 10 people, just 10 people. So I was like, how can I put this to the world? How can I expand it? So then the podcast came to the picture and how's it going? Well, I'm sitting here right now talking to Jalen Johnson, having a great interview, having a great time when I never thought I will, I will have like guests of this size, you know? That's what's up, man. No, no, congratulations. You know how it started and how it's going for real. Yeah. It's a blessing. I know it's a blessing. God, God is amazing and works in like like it says in mysterious ways and you just have to go with it yes sir now in your opinion who gave or gives the greatest game pre-game speeches i probably gotta go with the goat tom brady yeah okay okay i gotta go with the goat what what would you say what which one do you like the best like is there anyone and anyone special like no I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite it's just okay. it's just the way fired up you know it's just you just see the passion 
Yeah. And plus, I mean, you won once, what, seven Super Bowls? So, I mean, <laughs> like. Man, that dude is like, I, man, I, I'm the one, uh, like, in the fan perspective, I, I'm, I'm on the side that hates him, but for being so good. You know, I don't hate him, hate him. Yeah. I just hate him for being so good. And because I don't know, man, like seven rings already, seven damn rings. And he did it <laughs> like, ah, okay. Okay. Respect, respect. But there was this, there was this quote or saying before the Super Bowl: you don't have to like the dude, but you need to respect him. And man, that is true. Man, you just, you just got to respect him. Like, Yeah, he's done too, done too much for you just not to respect it. Yeah, it's like for for as much as I wanted to find something like in in the previous year to to not give him that recognition. Every time he proved me wrong. Every time he shut my mouth, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, for me, the the one that gave the best pregame speeches was either Ray Lewis. Or Patrick Willis, man, those pregame speeches—they—they mm. they, they will make you—they will make you think you can go through a through a brick wall for real, like that. Fired up, they get. Right, that's Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> like they—he they, pumped the defense so much they went crazy. You see the videos when he—they're like, I don't know what they're singing or the chants that they're making. They're just like, who, who, who? They're just going like ape crazy. Just they just. It's scary. Like <laughs> nothing can bring them down. That, that Ravens D was no. Yeah, and like I said on on the previous on the previous interview, even though my Niners lost that Super Bowl, he deserved that ring. Plain and simple. So, uh, what what is that? What what do you love the most about your position? About what being a wide receiver? Um, I mean, we're the playmakers on the field. Yeah. They need, you know, he needs a big play. We're the ones that make them. Yeah. Show that pride. Show, show that pride of the wide receiver. There you go. I love it. Sure. What would you say is the most memorable, memorable moment? I'm sorry about the stutters. The memorable moment of your career so far? Mm, probably... Our first college game. Really? Yeah, what most definitely. What happened there? What happened? So my first year in college, I missed my first season with the um, torn MCL. Oh. So I missed my first season. Um, got my mid red, and so that off season, I just focused strictly on rehab. With it was it was a messed up situation. Our head coach got fired that off season, and so we didn't have a whole organized off season for that whole like spring. So literally, a, a me and a group of guys, probably like four of us, we stuck to our early morning regiments for the whole spring semester. And so by the time the end of the semester came, we got our new coach. And that was about, at that time, everyone was leaving to go back for uh, summer break. So I spent the whole summer grinding, you know, training, weights, all that stuff. Came back. Um, I re-injured my knee, but like I kind of hid it from my coaches so they didn't know about it. And then my first game back from injury, um, I had a hundred yard game. And it was just that's when I just knew I was like, all right, I can, I can definitely play at a, at a higher level. So like, 
that was just the most memorable thing because just coming back off of an injury that I've never had before and going against a D1 cornerback, and it was just yeah, – it was, it was definitely a big moment for me for sure. Okay, okay. I love it. I love the memory. Thanks for th th thanks for sharing. It's like seeing the wide receivers out there, man. Like, and I and I saw your videos. I saw your videos so far, and man, like this dude can fly. I was I was just blown away by the videos and your plays. I was like, what? <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. Man, it, 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 this is kind of cool. Like, if you think about it, these interviews. I'm the fan perspective and you are the point of view of the player, of the playmaker. And I just love this, this interviews, like you debunking myths, debunk all that stuff. And I'm representing the fan perspective of, of those, of those plays. Now, do you think like, wait, oh no. Who do you think? This is the first question. Who do you think is the most underrated player from your position? Like wide receiver in the NFL. That's a hard one. <laughs> That's a hard one. The most underrated one, in my opinion, would probably be Keenan Allen. Oh. Only only wide, but no, he's not underrated. But anyone outside of that position or anyone that doesn't like really pay attention to like the details of the position. What's would would know that he's underrated for sure. Okay, okay. He just, I mean, he's one of the best route runners in my opinion. Um, I'll say he's like top. He's definitely top five route runners in the league, and he's just he's just so underrated. And like he doesn't get as much hype as like everyone else, but yeah. he's up there for sure. Like he's, I definitely would say he's like top ten best in the league right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, I don't I don't listen too much in the news about him like i feel like they they they're overlooking him like he he is a threat when given the ball he's a threat i'm with you on that one i'm with you on that one oh. especially like again see, what i'm sorry as he can run every round three he's just dangerous in the outside slot it's just he's a weapon he's a true weapon exactly and Again, from the fan perspective, he made me a lot of points on fantasy footballs. <laughs> See, so you already know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you know what? Again, I was on the side that didn't know about him because when I was doing with my friends, the you know, the fantasy draft, I got him on automatic. Like, uh, I didn't pick him because I, I got distracted. And then the, the, the algorithm and, and stuff, it put him on my team. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh man, you got this dude. No, you're not going to get any points. I'm like, who knows? Who knows? Do you know him? I'm like, well, I don't listen too much of him in the news. And then all of a sudden he starts blowing up. He, he's getting everybody like with his production, with his ability to catch the ball and everything, man. And they're like, and I was like, what do you say? What were you saying? Come on, man. Put some respect on him. Man, they don't put respect on his name. They go, they going to still though. They got to. Yeah, they got to. They got to. But right now we need to flip the coin on that subject. Do you think is there such thing as an overrated player? That's a good question. I think depending on the level. So it's like yes or no. So like back in high school, 
I used to think there was a lot of guys overrated because, like, they do, like, the rankings now. And, like, a lot of guys I felt like back then were a lot overrated because when they got to the next level, you know, you never heard of them again. You know, they just drop off the face of the earth. But, like, <clears throat> in the NFL or in any league, I don't think there's anything such thing as an overrated player because, like, if you got to the league, like, obviously you're, you're the best of the best. So, like, you can't be overrated if you're in the league. Exactly. Whether you're a starter, whether you're a starter, bench player, practice squad player, like, I mean, I know a lot of cases, a lot of guys get there because, like, they know people and they got connections. But, like, if you're if you're playing – if you're especially playing in the games, I don't think I don't think there's anything that's overrated. Exactly. I agree with that. I agree with that. It's because sometimes, again, the fan perspective, we – we we they're like no that that player is overrated but i always i always try to try to think like you like and tell him hey he made it there do you think we as the fans are ever going to make it over there so no that there's no overrated exactly i see a lot of i saw comments like dk metcalf was overrated i'm like i'm like, there's no way dude is overrated like i mean yeah he has a lot of hype but like his play is bad his play usually backs it up yeah it's because i think sometimes the fans us the fans confuse the like the use of that word overrated with hype hype and overrated it's it's totally different hype is just people getting excited for to see a player in the field and overrated is actually criticizing the man for being good exactly so i think i think there's that's the confusion that needs to be cleared And this podcast is for it. So people don't get confused. Overrated and hype are two different concepts. Yes, sir. You know, now give us from your point of view, let's say as a fan, you, your, your uh, free agency prediction. So far, the biggest signing is JJ Watt to the Cardinals. So who do you think is next to have the big announcement? Big announcement. Who's a free agent? Who's who else is a free agent? Uh, um, Sean Watson. Sean Watson. I think Sam Darnold too. Well, he's not a free agent, but it's in the mix for trades. Trades. Um, Russell Wilson. This is tough. I don't. I can't see the Seahawks trading Russ. If. If Watson puts his foot down, I feel like the Texans would mess around and trade him. Um, it's just it's just to where I honestly don't know. <laughs> but man, but I, definitely think, I definitely think the Seahawks should not trade Russ. That would be yeah. the biggest mistake. I mean, Deshaun Watson he he has stated that if he doesn't get, I mean, I think he already kind of put his foot down. I think he said. There's a rumor that said that he said that he he doesn't get traded out of Texas, he I mean out of Houston he is willing to sit out the season. Yeah, I heard that too. But like he he's just the type of guy who loves football. So I think if push comes to shove, he'll like suck it up and just play. But like I don't know. Yeah. I, but at the same time, I think Houston needs to do something that will make him want to stay too. Like they need to do good in the draft and like pick up some uh, solid free agent picks too. You know, sure. I, I think he started to, to want to get out of Houston because they traded um, Hopkins. Yeah. You, you know, they, yeah. they, 
they they were bread and butter together. Like they were making explosive plays. Yeah, yeah, they Houston Houston dropped the ball, getting rid of him and letting AJ go or JJ go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was this meme. I don't know if you saw it that the coach and no disrespect to the coach, he did his job and everything, but he became a meme when he's when he's like, "I traded your I traded your whole team away, and now is the time to fire me." And I'm like, "Man, that's <laughs> true. Like they just fired him after he traded the whole team away. That is crazy." Nah, yeah, they definitely set them back for sure. Yeah, like. They were they were on the way to make make more appearances in the playoffs, and now that he he this dude set him set them back like maybe two three years. They went from AFC Championship to winning three games. That's true. They were in the AFC Championship. Oh my god, I forgot about that, man. And now my Niners need to face JJ Watt twice a year. Man, that is going to be tough. Yeah, that NFC West is going to be interesting this year. If it was wild before, now it's gonna be even wilder. Come on, it's like because because the Cardinals was was close to being contenders. Yeah, yeah, it was like this, maybe yeah, one, not... maybe like two three games, like from winning two three games in a row to being contenders in the playoffs. That mm-hmm. is that is how good they started to get, and now with JJ Watt in the picture, man, I don't want to. I don't know. Defense gonna be scary. Yeah. And back to Russell, to Russell Wilson. I mean, there's rumors out there. And I think he already sold his house in Seattle. So I don't know. Yeah, I I read about that. They apparently, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He didn't sold it. He put it on the market. So I don't know, Um, man. Oh, he might, they might, I don't know. They get the right offer. They might do it. and man, there's there's this there's this not not theory rumor also that he might go to the Raiders. What do you think about that? Raiders would be scary if they get him. Can you imagine? Like he it would, be, it would be super weird to have to see him in the, in the in the black jersey. Like we've been so used to see him in, in the in the Seahawks jersey, and then mm-hmm. damn, that is gonna be weird. Yeah, it's it's always weird seeing someone play for a team for so long. Then they get a new team that's just weird seeing him in a different uniform. Kind of like a Jerry Rice situation. Like Jerry Rice. Sure, it was even weird seeing Payne Manning in a Broncos uniform. Yeah, like I mean. First year. Yeah. He started in the Colts, and then you put him on the on the blue and orange jersey. Like, what? Man, what? <laughs> Man, speaking of teams, which one, which was your favorite team growing up? Favorite team growing up, the Chargers. The Chargers. I, I loved. I love uh, LT Ladainian Tomlinson. I loved him. I'll say the Chargers and the Ravens because I loved Ed Reed and um, Ray Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, I always loved the Ravens just because of them too. Yeah, I'll say those two were my favorite teams growing up for sure. All right, all right. At I least football wise. At least yeah. football wise. Oh, so so you have a, any other fa- favorite team like in other in any other sport? Um, so I I, I love the NBA. Okay, so I, I always just love the Lakers and the Pistons. Oh, okay, man, the Lakers are good. The Lakers just won the championship. Yeah, it's gonna be rougher than this year though. Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh my God, I I just saw the news for Brooklyn. Damn, Blake Griffin. 
For people that don't know about NBA and for when this interview gets to your ears, Blake Griffin, after a long time from, from being on the Clippers and then going, what, what was the next team? The Pistons? He was with the Pistons, right? Pistons, yep. Okay, he was with the Pistons and now he's with the Brooklyn Nets. Now they have Kevin Durant, they have Kyrie Irving, they have James Harden, and now Blake Griffin. That's yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be real scary in the playoffs if they stay healthy. Man, that is that is scary for players. Like, and I, I go for the Warriors. I, I go for the Warriors and I only see Curry. Clay Thompson is injured. Damn. So you're you a loyal Warriors fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm loyal. I'm, I think I think uh, like people call me like you. You are a Bay Area Bay Area fan. So yeah, I think I think I'm, I, you can call me like that. Yeah, you like the Niners and them. Yeah, a little yeah. Bay Area. Yeah, and um, right now I I think oh right now is the All Star game. Well, no, it's in a little, it's in a little while. So yeah, we're finally gonna see how it's like to see Curry and LeBron in the same team. Oh, I you forgot know? that was all awesome weekend. Yeah, That's I forgot. Man, it's been a while. <laughs> that this COVID, man, COVID, please hurry up and leave our lives, please. After everything you've done, please. We want to we want to go back to normal. Yeah, I'm sorry for normalcy. Yeah, man. Like so. This is another question. Would would you say that you want to play for any of those teams, the Ravens and the Chargers, if you had the chance? Man, look, out of all the 32 teams in the NFL, whichever one wants to sign me, I'll be happy. But they could be the Giants, Jags, Chargers, Lions. It could be anyone. But if the the dream is the Chargers or the Ravens, right? The dream, the dream is just to make it. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so let me take this little space and call out. I was going to call on specific teams, but let me call out all 32 teams that may be listening to this show. My friend, Jalen, is here and ready. Like, you can find him at the end of the show. I'm going to leave his information, and you can call him and bring him in. I want to see him in any of the 32 jerseys i want to see him shine so please make this favor to jp it's not that i'm that big but one day maybe
and well, 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 that was it, people. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for coming back another for another episode. Thank you so much to Jalen Johnson for coming to the show. This was part one. Remember to tune in next Friday for the continuation of this conversation. Hey, that rhyme, you know? But yeah, next Friday, you guys are going to get part two of this interview with Jalen Johnson. Thank you so much again for the support, for always sharing, for always giving love to the podcast. Thank you so much, people. And remember that you guys still have time. This is before I go to submit your audios, uh, audios. I'm sorry, to submit your audios and your answers via any social platform. You can submit it there for Father's Day, because remember that on Sunday, it's most likely that I'm going to release an episode for a special episode for Father's Day to honor the memory of my dad. You, you guys already know. And to honor all the fa the fathers out there for Father's Day. So submit your answers, submit your audios, anything you like. And I'm going to put it here in the episode. OK. And the thing is, remember, is one of the three things. One, what does your father mean to you what makes this day special with your dad number two if you're a dad uh, and you have the luxury and the blessing to be a dad what does makes what does make this day special to you what does it mean for you to be a father and the other one some people don't have the luxury the luck and the blessing of having their fathers with them on this day for any reason so what makes this day special how do you celebrate this day just Let's bring everybody together for this day from any, any, anywhere. Okay, so let's do that. And remember that there is merch for the podcast, shirt, hats, and stickers. You just contact me on the DMs and I will get them to you. Okay, and also remember to follow me on social media. There are links in the description of the show. And again, I will see you guys on Monday and most likely on Sunday. See you guys later. Enjoy this Friday. Enjoy this beautiful Friday. I'll see you guys later. And that was it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show and are enjoying the episodes, the number one thing you can do for me is subscribe, rate, and review this show. And don't forget to share with your friends. I am your host, JP, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.